Remotely Renee. We got my VP, Paul Garino, my sister, Nicole Young, and my snookabooka, me, Madre, my mother, here with me. The Two Lit Crew is in account. And on this day, 10 years ago, PG Sports was started by our amazing, amazing co-host, Paul Garino. That's why we got this here. Look at all the athletes. You see boxers. You see basketball players. There's a lot going on. PG Sports has been doing his thug fizzle. You see, I came repping. We're actually filming this. Today is PG Sports Day, June 24th. That's when we're filming. So we know we had to show up. You see his hat. He had to flex on us with the hat. Of course, it's a PG exclusive. But congratulations, VP. How does it feel to have started a business when you were two years old? Like, I think that's crazy. <laughs> How does it feel? Okay. Yeah, so uh, I was 19, so not two, but sure. Um, no, I feel, I mean, it's pretty crazy just to, you know, start in your, uh, in between your years in college and now here. So yeah. what is like one of the biggest accomplishments that you've gotten in this 10 year? Because I know, like, let me just name some things that I know off the top of my head. Um, Tremaine, the midget, that's his nickname, the boxer. He like reps your short. I watched on TV, a boxer walk out, PG Sports blastered all over his trunk, his boxing trunks. Like I've seen you have your sign. You have Crystal Dangerfield, rookie of the year in the WNBA you work with. I know you work with legends in, in the uh, women's basketball space. So like what has been the biggest like accomplishment for you in your 10 year that you think? Um... Well, one of them is definitely you. Come on now, thank you. Checks in the mail. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, I just think, uh, well, it's funny too, because originally when I wanted to start, I was just going to make it just baseball. And I don't work with any athletes in baseball. <laughs> now that's crazy. Uh, so it worked out because I wanted to diversify myself. And that's why I said sports, because I'll work with whoever. And, and now I work with, I don't, not a lot of marketing companies do that anyways in general. So it's dope to, and then connect everybody to different worlds of life. Okay, so I like that. You asked me this all the time. What would you, what grade would you give your first 10 years? Like, how would you rank your first 10 years? Nay. <laughs> okay. I know, see, he's different than me. I would, I, I give myself the worst scores. Okay, and what is something like 10 years from now, what do you see PG Sports doing 10 years from now? I don't do stuff like that, but uh, just bigger and better. Okay, so just more of the same, but just one. Like, okay, scale. so my motto every time if someone said came up to me, uh, I'm just, I just said, uh, I'm just trying to blow up. That's so you're just trying to blow up? Yeah. At a certain point, you did blow up and go viral on TikTok. We do know that. No, it's locked yet. here. He said no. <laughs> well, you know what, Paul? I want to break in here, and I'm going to tell you that I feel away. Uh, <laughs> having a moment because I see you got the fresh hat, which that is amazing. Get in the mail. Y'all about to say, because Renee is repping, you repping, me and Snooker over here left behind that we like lost in the sauce. So yeah, people. Yeah, we're the stepchildren right now. So <laughs> no, I mean, I want to say that I do feel a way and I'll be expecting my box in the mail with my <laughs> PG sports so that me and Snook can rep ours together next week. You'll get, you'll get your box. Fact, yeah, so the one that Renee's got... wearing, I made that, I made that. It's just a font. I made it on paint bucket. So I read, just made it and put it on a shirt. Oh my God. This guy, that's why I said the jack paint of all bucket. trades. Here's a funny story about VP and me. We have a, a gazillion of them. Uh -oh. But VP, yeah, <laughs> VP wanted to one night 
let me know that he can do a lot of different things. And he's like, yeah, like, you know, like I can do that. Da, da, da. Like, so I'm like, VP, you must be today years old when you realize that like, I chose you because you're amazing. Like I didn't just, you didn't just happen to fall from a tree and it was like, okay, this is the guy. Like VP is doing amazing things. I see how he like can figure out a trade and anything I ask him to do is whether it's a trademark, branding, something like one-stop shot. So I already knew that. So he was today years old when that happened. And we are all today years old when we say, congratulations on 10 years, VG Sports. Wait, can I tell, can I tell oh, one oh. more story? Yes, please. I'll just say the first time I ever met you in person in real life, I thought I was never going to talk to you again because I thought you hated me. When we Why? Couldn't find, what happened? When we, when we couldn't find the car, you were pissed off. Oh and, my gosh. And I was like, and I never felt, I never really felt like that. I, I, I was with the, I was like, yo, I think like Renee hates me. Like I was like, well, I never Well, let like, me tell you what like happened. <laughs> if anybody has been to the Mohegan Sun, it is like a maze, okay? A casino. I'll just tell you a casino. Think of those type of areas. I asked Paul, I said, hey, who's the adult in the room that can help us out? Like I had to say like, cause you don't know what's going on. Who's the adult around here that can tell us what's going on. But we went on to have a lovely photo shoot and every, and now as you can see the rest was history. That is, I can't believe that is the first time we met. Yes, I said to him, where's the adult? Cause I don't see one handling this stuff, but it ended up being okay. Oh, and because so the I first time we were supposed to meet, you were just taking too long in the showers. And, and oh, yeah, when you were I, on the sun. Listen, don't, I don't like when people wait for me after the games anyway. I like to take my time, sometimes get in the cold tub, think about what just happened in the game. Sometimes I watch back stuff because I'm like, wait, did that really happen? I'm one of those people. So you don't want to wait for me after the games. Coles, all of them, Snook, they all know. Serena knows now too. I'm usually the last to come out the locker room. But yes, congratulations. Happy PG 10-year anniversary, okay? We love to Thanks, see it. Guys. And now the floor is yours, PG. Take us to scoreboard. What's going on in the business world? All right, so this one was pretty cool. It kind of feels like, you know, the real world, uh, whatever all these, you know, reality shows. NBA invited seven social media influencers for the first ever NBA house to create lead content. Um, so, like, I'm just interested to see, like, what the heck they're going to create. Yeah, I just... Do you guys know what he means by that, Cole and, and Snook? Do <laughs> you guys know what yeah. the real world is? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm about to say, is it like a real world yeah, scenario where they like. take a bunch of people in and I guess it's going to wrap it into sports? Are they like staying there? Yeah, <laughs> like, apparently. Like, I need to know, they're going to put all those people in there to stay there and it has to do with the NBA. I'm like, we need more details on that. But it's, it's a, it is intriguing. It's going to make me watch because I want to know, like, is that what we're really talking about? So I guess... I yeah, feel like I there's going to be watch parties every time there's a game. Business. There's going to be watch parties. Here's another thing that you guys should know. This house situation isn't a new thing. VP introduced this into my world where influencers literally go and stay in like mansions, live together and stay in these nice houses. And then they just create content all day and they use each other's like social influence to make themselves bigger and bigger and bigger so this going to stay in a house and make a lot of money because you're an influencer what are those houses called paul there's already a couple of them out there yeah, like the sway house the whatever there's a million of them there's a million of them where these <laughs> these influencers they go stay together in a house and house. then they like create <laughs> all day like they create tiktoks and content and they make a lot of money They're doing rich. it 
Yeah, like that's what I, they not, make I'm a not. lot of money. Well, let me just say, you all could come here and we could do it here. <laughs> oh, West Virginia reality show. Yeah. Oh my goodness! We'll In the well, have you ever mamas. seen? Have you, ever, have you guys ideas here? Have so. you guys ever seen uh, LeBarn LeBarn James? LeBarn James. LeBarn James. The kid in the no. country, and he and he makes all these different things, and he hoops and and workout things out of. Out oh of, yes, I saw the the workout. He must, he's probably from West Virginia. He probably from Western. Oh. Well, let me tell you, we we won't have a sway house, but we could, like Mom said, we could have one in West Virginia called the Nay House. Okay, <laughs> Nay House. You know what? You guys, look, I'm all about. You see, they shouldn't say stuff this like that to me because well, we had. <laughs> what if we had a company retreat? What if we had a company retreat called the Nay House and all weekend we're filming all weekend reality style and at a certain point we don't go to sleep for 24 hours. Everybody stays oh, up. We not playing that. Not you good. not sleeping in the Nay House tonight. And we should do no. it when there's a big event going on. Like if there's a big boxing match or a big game and we all are in the Nay House. And so one one night we all are watching the game. The next night we're, sw I, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm going to, I'm going to shout that idea. Snooker Booker, would you be down to come through the Nay House? Oh, I definitely would. You know what? I'd be heading it up. <laughs> mom, what's we love to see hours. it. 24 hours, mom. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. Don't, don't. Now, I'm not even, I'm not going to lie. I'm not staying up 24 hours. Y'all can be mad as y'all want. I'm not staying up 24 hours. What if we had a competition? If you stay up 24 hours, you're in the pool to make thousand dollars like what if we started making it out competitions now to see who oh, won well then and i'm in i'm, I'm in I'm, <laughs> you, know, you know how we do a competition now stay up 24 hours for a thousand dollars i'm good you would go to sleep yeah pg sports got money he got <laughs> <Right>. money <laughs> mom what'd you My say i said i'll probably be doing a 24 hour tonight oh my goodness uh, and they do that see snooking them be up for no reason sometimes i don't know but i'm gonna tell you who i'm gonna tell you everybody that will win the thousand dollars all the kids all the kids will be in the morning with their hands out junior all of them Pooh bear kaya they would all be standing there with their hands out waiting on their money and i wouldn't yep. be able to tell if they fell asleep or not that's just <laughs> Like yep, I just, because yep, I yep. tell you right now i'm gonna be sleep up in their house okay I, i'm gonna be sleep i know myself <laughs> What they else we got, VP? Oh, Snook says I'll, she would be I'll up. Be Snook, fine. we would have breakfast in the morning. We'd wake up and Snook would have been like, 24 hours is finished and there'd be breakfast ready for everybody to eat. <laughs> VP, what you got next? Uh, Alex, Alex and Felix, uh, Olympian legend. Uh, she just made her fifth uh, Olympics now. She's 35, so that's like super rare. Um, she just launched, she left Nike over a, a uh, when she was pregnant, I forgot exactly what happened, but it was something like, I think they just didn't want to sponsor her anymore because they didn't know if she was going to come back or whatnot. Um, and now she's making her own clothing line and shoe brand. So this is very, very interesting because I remember what happened. She got pregnant and just like in women's sports, when a woman gets pregnant, it's all, it's all of a sudden looked at as, uh-oh, damaged goods like you know they look at the woman as she'll never come back even on the WNBA advertisement they did the count it they said the Wanda Bonner had twins count it twice like yeah like count it twice and so just to put in perspective Allison was one of the top 
track and field athletes in the world. As VP said, she's going into her fifth Olympics. How rare is that? Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird are going into their fifth Olympics. And that is historic. That is like history in the making because for you to go into your fifth Olympics, you have to do the math. The Olympics only happen every four years, which means for 20 plus years, you have to be the best of the best, not just play the sport for 20 years, because we know people play the sport for long amounts of time. But for 20 years, you have to be the best of the best. That's the group we're talking about. That's the Allison type of group. So I love to see that she's starting her own brand of shoes. I love to see that she's still keeping her deal with athlete. How do you say that? Athleta? Athleta? Athletica. No. <laughs> Uh -oh. <laughs> no, Snook. Athleta. I love that she thank you, Snook, but no thank you. I love that she start she's keeping her deal with Athleta and then got a three million dollar investment. Is it she raised three million dollars to launch her brand? Yes, this is what should happen. She's an elite athlete, she deserves all the things she's getting. And you know what? It's not just in at in at you know. I'm sorry, it's not just in the sports world, it's in all the world. Whenever a woman gets pregnant, when she's in a high power position, whether it's corporate in the boardroom, it's almost like, ooh, you know, they, not by other females, of course, but in the yep, male yep. dominated um, world, that's what it's thought of, you know, this not like frowned upon, but frowned upon. So, you know, I just think that she is having the same problem that a lot of women are having across the board. And a lot of companies are trying to be better on the outside, but sometimes it's not better on the inside. So you know, I think it's great because she just decided she wasn't going to deal with it and she's going to do her own thing. So great. Yeah. And I would say not to put anything against the basketball players, but like track to do it five times is crazy. Yeah, like that's basketball, crazy. You could, I mean, basketball, you could, you know, you could get there. I just watched a movie the other night, uh, Diddy and I, Fatherhood with Kevin Hart. And, uh, he his wife died in childbirth, and he had a high fire, high tech job. Spoiler alert! And uh, I didn't even watch it yet. He, he encountered problems because he was a, a single father raising a child. But the thing is, is that men get accommodations where women don't. So just I won't spoil the movie, but. Just oh, she said I won't spoil the movie and after spoiling the movie. No, I'm joking. That's the storyline. I mean, that you, that's not a big spoiler alert. That happens very early in the movie, just so people aren't up in arms. That's not a big spoiler alert. But yeah, to everyone's point, a woman, it's a knock on a woman. Even, I mean, if you look at, they say it, look at all the top business women. A lot of them don't necessarily, they're not married. Some of them don't have children because when you're trying to keep up with the Joneses or keep up with on the uh, like Cole said in a male dominated business world basically a lot of times men are at the top they don't have to take off of leave if they if they get pregnant you know now we know there is paternity leave shouts to equality but they don't have to worry about that they can come back to work when they want to and so we understand that uh for a long time that it was looked at as a knock but even in the WNBA our most recent CBA a women's league we just now started adding things in for maternity you know we just now started to cover women when it comes to getting pregnant so we all got a long ways to go, but I love to see what's going on with Allison because like I said, well-deserved, man. And just, just to your point about the paternity leave, men are terrified to take it. It's an, it's almost a knock on them to take it. Really? So the companies offer it. Oh, I've, I've heard a lot of men who don't want to take it because child rearing literally is the, the female's 
jobs. So it's like, you're really going to take off because your wife had a baby. So uh, yes, available. I am because it's we available. had a baby. Yeah. But it's available, but a lot of men are afraid to take it. They literally are. It's just, it's something that it's frowned upon even for them to take it. So they're afraid, like while they're out, they're like, if he's going to keep on taking off for his kid, we got to get somebody to fill in the position. And that's how they <laughs> feel about it. Welcome to the jungle, man. That's what I, that's all I'll say. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, VP. What up next? Yeah, so uh, we're trying something new now. Um, our guest this week has been Baller. So we're going to just like evaluate kind of his stuff, his net worth claiming from celebritynetworth.com is 100 million. And uh, if you guys, I'm sure as all the viewers seen, like he's pretty much on everything, like any, any kind of sporting thing. And he's a jeweler by trade, but he's on like every kind of sports thing or anything. Just came out with a gold grill like that you could cook on um he has his own weed he has like pretty much anything ben baller did the strain come on with the branding come on with the brand pretty much anything under the sun uh and i believe you asked him can you sell anything (laughs) i asked him can he sell anything because i've watched ben the baller sell everything like imagine a grill that you cook on he sold a he's selling that in all gold, I believe, too. This is another mm-hmm. thing. He sells things in all gold because anybody worth a hundred million dollars, what else are you gonna sell it in? So he sold a grill in all gold. He showed a mini fridge all gold. He he sold a money counter. He sold, I think, a a money shooter. Like I just this guy drips gold. He's a jewel. You know what? Ben the baller needs to do the chain for me, okay? Because I need to have me some stuff. <laughs> Actually, on the, you know, we're going to talk. He's next on one-on-one, remotely one-on-one. We go with Ben the Baller. We talk to him. It's a lot of money talk. Serena makes me ask him to make me a ring, even though I thought the little ring that all you see all the athletes wearing that we can wear while we play, while we work out. You don't have to take it off. It's comfortable. Apparently, the fiance wants me to get a nicer ring. So I asked Ben the Baller about that, too. And you know what? He said yes, but... What else you got? So tell me some numbers, VP, just so we can get an idea. Yeah, so I mean, like uh, when I had him on my podcast, he said that even though, you know, last year was a pandemic, he made like $20 million and I was like one of his best years ever. So, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Nicole, <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> but like I said to him, because he, he felt weird to say it, but I told him like, there always has to be winners and losers, like in everything, so. No, and that's the thing, but Cole, like, in, and I want to preface this, he never brags about it. Yeah. He always is like so humble about it, but Cole, talk about in a pandemic year, how baller do you have to be to make $20 million in a pandemic? That's beyond winning. When you can sit in your house and 20 million just walks to your doorstep, that's beyond winning. Like he didn't have to do anything. And at 20 million was his best year sitting at home during a pandemic. Well, he wasn't, well, he was doing stuff though. He was dropping stuff. I'm not taking away from that. I'm not taking away that he did anything. I'm just saying everyone else was in their house watching Netflix and yeah. trying to, and trying to wrap our minds around the fact that we really could not leave our house. And this yeah. man had checks just walking up to his doorstep because yeah. he was in there like, all right, well, fine. We, they, I can't go out to get the money. I'm gonna make the money come and get me. So, you know, <laughs> I just, that is goals. 20 million, I had $20 million. Wow. Listen, I was just happy. 20 I was just happy if million. I could cut my bills down during the pandemic. I was happy I cut my bills down. I was like, you know what? I'm saving on gas. I'm not driving. I had those are my goals. <laughs> 20 million was not in the scope of goals. We but- love your goals, Cole. Those were ours as well. This is money game, Snooka Bucka. Well, I guess he was making money while I was sitting here trying to figure out 
before I could order toilet tissue from us, <laughs> there was a low toilet tissue issue or whatever. That was the that was the highlight. Oh my God, Snook! Let me tell y'all, they're really we remember them people that was hoarding sanitizer. They was hoarding tissue. They was hoarding everything. So oh. I'm here in Atlanta. So you know, ain't nothing coming through here. Snooka Booker, man, she was the MVP. I'm gonna tell yes, you right now. Snooka Booka with all of us, me, Cole, and Shay, we, all of our households. So when I say all of our households, I mean all of her children's households. Snooka Booka was not going to have us. I was using, I mean, this is maybe an overshare. We just decided to use wipies. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but we were just, we ran out of toilet tissue. So we was using <laughs> wipies. And I told Snooka Booka that. And ever since that moment, she was on Sam. She was like trying to Google us. How can she get us some toilet tissue? I checked the mail one day. And hey, hey. just like Ben the Baller checks the mail and gets million dollar checks, I checked the mail and I got a whole big, huge shipment of toilet <laughs> tissue. Compliments hey. of my Snooka Booka. That was goals for me in the pandemic. <laughs> to Cole's and point. Let me tell you, I let me tell you how happy we were. Vance posted up on it like. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I sent my mom photos with the toilet tissue. I'm like. Like y'all see it, y'all see it. We I know you see it. <laughs> yeah, and I also sent it to my sister-in-law's and the Ohio crew too. The bucket. Oh my gosh! So Snook was out there slanging toilet tissue <laughs> in the pandemic. It been the baller who we have up right now for remote one-on-one. He was slanging jewelry. He has contracts that look like athletes. He's working with the NFL, the MLB, the NBA. I'm gonna let y'all hear from Ben. Check it out. So what, what is, what, like, there's no other athletes. I mean, there's no other jewelers doing what you're doing. You get, re you're represented by XL Sports, you said. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm represented by XL Sports Management. Uh, shout out to Eric Eways and uh, Matt Davis, my agents. You know, um, I think it was a fluke. Uh, not a fluke, I'm sorry. It was, a, uh, it was just like a, a, a weird situation. So, you know, I've always had it. Uh, I've had a, a few different glow ups in my life, right? Uh, business-wise. What were those? Just, just let's walk with the, what were the couple glow-ups to lead to that, to get to Excel? So like, so like, uh, I had a reality TV show, right? Uh, it was on a small TV network called Fuse. And then it got, the dumbed-down version went to Google, which went to YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, um, um, popularity grew, social media got bigger, Instagram came out. Some of these things were before Instagram and like, um, as, as uh, you know, I would have like another like milestone, as you would say, uh, lack of a better term, glow up, right? So, you know, around 2017, when the Plain Jane song came out, I had made the the joke reference. Uh, well, I, I retired. I was done with jewelry October 2016. I was just over. I had overwhelmed. I was involved in a clothing brand with ASAP Rocky. I had a uh, cannabis thing. So I was like, yeah, I'm just done with jewelry. So I, I, I retired on top, right? And then uh, ASAP Rocky's like, nah, bro, you can't quit. Like, I ain't gonna let you quit, you know? And uh, in um, January, 2017, I posted the MJ in 45, the 45 jersey, I said, I'm back. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, ASAP Ferg recorded this song called Plain Jane and he played it for me and I was like, all right, cool. You know, I've been in 40, 50 rap songs, right? Even big ones, no big deal. I've had Drake shout me out, you know, you name it. I didn't know this was going to be a global hit. I didn't know it was going to be, you know, Ben Baller did the chain. I didn't know I was going to be trademarking that. Ben Baller did. I was going to say, everybody knows the line, Ben Baller did. They really do know the song. Even if you don't know me, let's say, for instance, I could be somewhere like, oh, I, I know that song, you know? So, yeah. like, 
you know, I trademarked the name and things like that. So like, um, you know, I'd say what, 2019, it's just super random and it all started from, from sneakers. There was a message form that started and birthed a lot of people uh, in, in the culture of, of sneaker collecting, fashion, you name it. And it was called Nike Talk. Oh. And a lot of people were on Nike Talk to get early release news, you know, leaks of pictures. There are Nike employees. It's a really amazing forum. This is, you know, circa 99 to like 2004. It's still around now. And it was really popping throughout the, the early 2000s. But, um, you know, Wale was on there. Uh, uh, Kanye was on there. Just a lot of people were Big on there. Wale is one of the biggest sneakerheads I know, too, by the way. And, and I was way crazier than he was, right? Like, I was <laughs> beyond insane. And, and thank God I'm not. But um, there was a guy on there who was flipping sneakers. And he was really young. He was 15. And uh, there's a company called Anti-Social Social Club that started from Nike Talk. And just, like, you know, huge companies, like big brands. So this kid, Eric uh, Eways, he made the front cover. He made the front page of the Wall Street Journal as a sneaker reseller. Wow. And we were like a tight committee. We were like, oh, shit, okay. And then uh, I made the, the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, I sold uh, my, my, my collection and it hit like, you know, broke all the records. In fact, even uh, Michael Jordan's Hurricane Katrina auction with all his personal pairs didn't beat like my sneaker auction, well, right? What, so was like, that, what was that price tag looking like? Just so we can have an idea. Like, was just a little bit under $3 million in 2004. Under, a little under $3 million in 2004. Yeah. It's crazy is I was, I had invested maybe less than 60 grand into the collection. Wow. A lot was like connections, doing things. I was working with Nike, doing marketing with them, plugs, finding things, doing a lot of barter. I am a very, very, very big believer of the barter system. Same. So um, I'm not gonna lie, Samesies. Yeah, you know, hey man. So so uh Eways, he ended up actually getting a degree in at GIA, you know, which is uh, you know, in gemology and jewelry and stuff and things. And I guess I didn't talk to him for a long time. He's like, Hey bro, I'm VP of a of a pretty big uh sports agency. And I was like, I was like, first of all, I only know like two sports agencies and well, maybe three because clutch. And yeah. I was like, I know like three, like so let me hear it. And uh, it was kind of like a pitch. He's like yeah, so um, I'm vice president of XL Sports. I was like, oh, that's Derek Jeter. That's like, big time, yeah. Like, no, not just Derek Jeter, Ben. It's like, we have Tiger Woods. We have Peyton Manning. We have this, this, and this. And, you know, one thing about them was they're always picking up the new talent. They started really good at getting, like, young guys early. Like, you know, I mean, um, they represent Joker, you know, Jokic, and uh, um, uh, even, like, Trevor Lawrence, just, just getting new people. So, like, they were like, hey, man, we want to try something. Like, why the fuck you want to try something with me, man? Why can't you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, bro, I'm old. I don't, I, I don't have many, you know, like, I don't have many, like, you know, chances. Like, I want to, you know, um, theatrically, I represented by WME, right? William Morris. And um, I've been with CAA before. And I was like, like, you know, I have an agent and manager. I was like, so talk to me. What's up? And they were like, okay, um, we want to try something with people who aren't athletes. Mm. And I'm like, they're like, but, you know, you technically were. So I was like, okay, tell me a little bit more. Yeah, I saw a football picture back in the day, young Ben. Yeah, got a scholarship playing football in college. Um, I, uh, D1, too, which is crazy, right? And then um, I, uh, uh, I played basketball. Basketball was more of my love, which is crazy, right? More than football. The only thing was, technically, I was better in football. I thought I was better in basketball, but I wasn't, you know, I was... Uh, but, you know, I, I got to play a lot of great, you know, against a lot of great people coming up. So that story, too, XL liked. You know, I guarded Steve Nash two years in a row in college, um, played against Jason Kidd, Harold Miner, 
uh, a lot of really great, you know, uh, some of the great, you know, greatest players there were. So um, they liked the history I had. And they said, hey, man, have you heard of NBA 2K? And I was like, come on, man. Like, don't stop playing. Listen to the stuff that you're getting tossed at you. So they're like, hey, man, they want to put you in the game. And I'm like, I was like, bro, I'll do it for free. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, come on, man. They're like, no, 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 I can't do it for free. Like, <laughs> likelihood and this and that. And, uh, you know, uh, I've been in NBA 2K now for, what, three years in a row. And, like, um, you know, each year, like, more things happen, like, I think I think next year that they might be, you know in in the playground right in in the park um yeah. you might be able to buy uh, my jewelry now right because you can get like off white fear of god stuff so they're marketing doing these things and so you know I'm not realizing and the best part about it is my ego can get so inflated at times my agent has to deal with people that are like you know I mean think about an average NBA starter yeah you know they're 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 they're, they're contracts are you know upwards of the eight figure range yeah. so you know if he has to deal with them imagine you know to, to, for me even though he's like yo you're a little more difficult than that man you know you're a unique <laughs> person you know like you have a lot of plugs you're i've never seen nothing like it before you know um there's something about you that's different and uh and uh you know i like it but i'm gonna be honest with you you're not for everyone and i was like what am i supposed to mean and he goes look uh you know um like situation with blake griffin when there was an issue with him on the bench with the, the ball manager or ball boy, whatever. And he's yeah. like, that incident stopped the check for him or maybe he did certain things. It's like, you know, so like, you know, you got to tell people, Hey man, this is what happens. Boom. And you're a little loose with the verbs on, on, on Twitter. And you know, you have a, a, oh, yeah. a you be tweeting up boy. You be tweeting it up. <laughs> you know, and like Kendrick Perkins be like, yo, Ben, you got to chill out, bro. Like you, you <laughs> and if Kendrick Perkins is telling you to chill out. You know, you won't I know. So I talked to Ben right before Father's Day, and he's one of those very present, very busy fathers. So he talked about he had to fly to three, like Father's Day was in between like a uh, hundred trips, but he made sure to come in for Father's Day. We love to see it. We've been talking about paternity leave, and he's one of those dads that he doesn't need it because he's his own boss, but he's one of those dads that would deserve it. I love to see it. Ben the baller, we're fans over here. Ben the baller did the strain, the chain. We want it all, Ben, okay? WNBA collab. Okay, I like that. Let's <laughs> make it good. happen. Good. Let's, Let's make it. it happen. And speaking of WNBA, one of the broadcasters for our Atlanta Dream is Angel Gray. I'm about to call her up for remote game show. Hello. Hello. Is this Angel Gray? This is Angel Gray. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. You are live right now on Remotely Renee. We have a segment we like to call Remote Game Show, and you are currently on it. You're not even you're joking, right? I am not joking. I am being... This is, a joke. This is not a joke. You are on live right now with the Two Lit crew as well, and you are going to have a minute and a half to answer five questions. If you don't know the answer to a question, you can say skip and I'll come back to it, but you have to answer the questions within a minute and a half. Are you ready? I'm not ready. Oh. I need to tell like, you can't ready? phone a friend. This is all you, but you have a lot of time. A minute and a half is more time than you think. We've ran okay. sprints before, okay? We know that. <laughs> all right, well, let's do it. Let's, let's make this work. I'm ready. All right, question number one. VP, start the clock. Question oh, number God. one. <laughs> the Olympics are held every how many years? I can answer now, right? Yeah. You heard me? Four. Four. Correct. Which planet is known as the red planet? 
Jupiter. Ah. No way, Mars! Ah. <laughs> ah. Mars, what, what year was the first iPhone released? This was like in college. I was like, it had to be around 2006, seven or something like that. Don't quote. Wait a minute. Okay. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm thinking I, it was definitely when I was in college, freshman, sophomore. I would say 2007. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. <laughs> Unbelievable. What's the hardest rock? What? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Um, <laughs> Okay, so time out. How many guesses do I get from this one? You get, get one guess every time, Angel. Can you don't get a lot of options. Can I get a Okay, wait. You are going to be mad when you see the answer and you have about 10 seconds. Uh, okay, so I'm just going to say it, Diamond. Correct! Woo! What basketball player did Snook shock everyone and tell us she's a huge fan of? Who? I need to get the question. <laughs> <laughs> guys three out of five she got three right you got three correct that's not a bad that's not a bad stance snook is me that's the best part about it we just call i just roll the phone and click somebody in the phone and i call them right up we thank you for joining us here on remotely renee wow. in this segment we like to call remote game show I'm glad I could help. Ah, <laughs> bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. She was amazing. <laughs> she what? was absolutely 100% amazing. I'm sorry. She was funny. She said, what? <laughs> she said, what? And then she said, she thought, because when you say stone, that's how you know she's smart, boy. You say stone, and she was like, what? And then she started to think a little bit. And oh, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I love remote game show, might be my new favorite. Okay, I'm just saying that was really fun. Something else that I didn't really think was going to be fun, but now I start to enjoy it a little bit. Oh, for our happening IRL, we have my makeup artist, Kimberly Cruz, who also is the founder. Yes, show, so show my sister-in-law some love, okay? Kimberly <laughs> Cruz is the founder of K Cruz Cosmetics. It's the lip wear that you only see me wearing at all times. That's why I never chap lip because I have it on stock, okay? I buy a lot of it as you should too. But we, Cole actually had a talk with Kimberly, just about her brand, about starting her own company, about all things makeup that I'm just not used to sitting in a makeup chair every day. I'm used to dribbling a ball, shooting a ball every day, sitting in a makeup chair every day. Sounded like the Kardashian life. It became my life. Listen to Kimberly. Hello, hello. Happening this week, we have Kimberly Cruz, makeup artist to the stars. And um, Kim's going to actually give us a little bit um, about herself. She's gonna tell us her name and, and give us a little bit about her makeup line. Hi everyone, I'm Kimberly Cruz. I'm owner of K Cruz Cosmetics and makeup artist to Renee Montgomery. 
Yes. And for those who don't know, Kim is actually also family. She is the sister to Serena and she is also the family who does her makeup from week to week for all of her glammed up um, appearances. So what we want to do is sit down today and just, just tell us a little bit about, you know, you know, you are in a makeup art, the makeup industry and what made you want to be in the makeup industry? And when did that, that feeling begin? I knew I wanted to be a makeup artist uh, sometime in college, but I had always had influences from my mom being a hairdresser. You know, a lot of women in my family are hairdressers as well. But in college, I really wanted to, you know, sit down and really think about what I wanted to do. And I, w I was in a public speaking class and we had to give a presentation on how to do something. And I decided that I was gonna do it on how to apply like a quick 10 minute makeup. And from that, I presented it to the class, everyone loved it and people actually wanted to book me. Oh. So from that, that's kind of what sparked it. It still took about like maybe another half a year for me to actually decide what I wanted to do. But then after that, that was what really got my passion started. I had already been heavy into beauty and stuff like that, but the love for makeup came during that time. And then I told my parents, I was like, well, I really want to make this a career. I want to go to school. So I went online. I found the best school that I could find for makeup. And, you know, me and my parents, we worked it out and I went to New York. <laughs> of course, and that's where you wanna go. So what school did you actually attend in New York? And you know, how long, how long did that process take? In New York, I went to Makeup Designery. It's, um, they also have a couple of campuses in California. Whoa. So um, I went there for about six months. Great. And it was a really extensive training program. You know, they taught you a lot about face shapes and stuff like that. I mean, me as an artist or, you know, just as a person, I've always liked to, if I'm going to do something, I want to learn how to do it professionally. You know, hair, I went to school, I got my license. For makeup, I thought it should be the same thing so that when I'm looking for jobs, you know, I have something to give someone that says I'm certified to do this or, you know, I'm educated in knowing how to do this. And it shows because you had you beautiful, beautiful work. I've even told you I am not a makeup person. And I'm like, you're going to give me a tutorial. Like I, I'm, I'm in a different <laughs> area, but just give me a quick one just to apply stuff correctly. So yeah, so you already, you already had the passion for it and you kind of like was sprung into it by, you know, mistake, which is a beautiful way for it to start because you already knew that you had something there to move you forward. So then you go to school, you, you know, you get your license and you're doing makeup. So how did you, how did that transcend into sports and to the sports area? Cause you know, I don't, did you know that it would take you into sports or is it you were going to school because you were going to do everyday person or maybe even stars, but how did it transcend into that sports area? It's, it's funny, you know, it's, it's God. I really, I didn't think that I would ever end up in, in sports or, you know, any type of field like this, just because when I originally went into this, I, you know, it was stuck in my head. I wanted to do like fashion makeup. I wanted to do, you know, runway shows and photography. And I did do that. You know, I got the chance 
through my career to do basically everything that I wanted to do. I worked in movies, I worked on fashion sets, I worked in photo shoots, you know, every field of makeup that you could touch in, you know, I was able to do. So I feel like that prepared me to be in this field, you know, with when, you know, when I started working with Renee, it was right, it was right in my alley, as weird as it sounds, because me and Renee's styles just match in makeup. You know, my style is really more natural, more simple. I love to, as a makeup artist, take what people already have and just enhance that, you know. What, what we're working with already, you know, your eye shape, your cheekbones, your face shape, you know, your eyebrows, whatever it is, I like to just take what you already have and just enhance that, you know, so working with Renee, that just came easy because Renee likes to be glammed, but it has to be a certain type of natural glam, but I feel like it's the perfect medium, so that's why I love working with Renee because you know, we really get to kind of push each other. And now she's the one sometimes that tells me like, I really want to go crazy today. I want to go outside of the box. I want to do purple eyeshadow or something. And then I'm like, okay, great. You know, let's try it. (laughs) So it's really cool to see how she's starting to understand makeup a little bit more. Also, you know, coming to her own when it comes to makeup and, you know, being family, and um, her being my sister, and I really get to kind of experiment a little bit more with her because I know she'll let me kind of like go there. But I still like to keep Renee in her, you know, in her comfortable space. You know, I don't, I never want to take anyone out of their comfortable, you know, out of where they're comfortable from. So I really like to just, it's really fun for me as an artist to see Renee like really you know experiment a little bit more now and kind of like you know let me have a little bit more creativity freedom with creativity so yeah. it's it's yeah. a lot of fun working with Renee you know you never know what we're going to be doing <laughs> yeah. that and that's very true um I was going to say you know it I think a lot of that you know experimentation is is because when back, you know, back in the day, and I shouldn't say back in the day, like I said, long ago, but, you know, there weren't very many women sportscasters. And so now you see a lot more women in front of the camera. And when, I guess when you're athlete, you know, sometimes you do glam up when you're on your, you know, doing your own thing, but you never was really a requirement for every day. And so that's even flowed over for you. You were saying even into um, now with the dream and stuff, now there are the, the players and the, they want to actually glam up as well. So when you when you see that as a dynamic and as far as um, women being more in, well, sports women being more in front of the camera, does that kind of influence your, your line a little bit as far as like the natural, like you said, the natural part of it and meeting people where they are? Have you had to frame some of your line to kind of meet those standards because everybody doesn't want to do the beefed up glam? Yeah. Definitely. Um, Working with Renee has taught me a lot, you know, working with the players as well with the Atlanta Dream. It's taught me a lot, you know, it's taught me that you, you can still, you can be an athlete, you can be a powerful woman, and you can still want to look a certain way. It doesn't have to be a 10, as in, you know, your makeup, you have to have on full glam lashes and all of this, but you can have on a little bit of 
you know, a, a nice lip gloss, you know, uh, some brow gel, a little bit of mascara, uh, you know, maybe light contour, a little bit of just anything, whatever is in your realm of being comfortable. And it's really fun to see, you know, the, you know, the, the girls as well on the team also ask me, oh, can I have, you know, some blush or some eyeliner? You know, it really lets me know that they want to still be all of these things, still be powerful and still be an athlete, but still have fun with their look and show people like we're more than just athletes. You know, we yeah. can be everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree. And that's why I said it's, it's wonderful because I know my sister growing up, we weren't makeup really, we weren't really makeup people. Our, our family believes in, like you said, enhance the beauty that you have. So, which is why we have a tone, we tone down look, but also at the same time, we still want to have a look. So also let, tell us a little bit about your line and what your line actually includes. Just so, you know, there are people out there. I love Renee's look. And I've always told you, I love her look, whatever you, you have in your makeup bag and whatever you have on your line, let me know what it is. So tell me, you know, tell me some things about about your makeup line like you know where they can find it and just what it actually includes right now yeah so um I always say that I feel like Renee came into like she she started when she opted out she it was a total shift you know and I feel like she started something with her look so when we first started working together I knew that Renee's look had to be something really unique you know, simple, but also glam, you know, she has to be on TV a lot. So we have to make her look a certain way, but I feel like we've curated the perfect look for her. So while I was working with Renee, I would have a lot of trouble finding good lip liners and good lip glosses. So we used to talk about it all the time and joke and I would be like, oh, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just make my own stuff. Cause I, you know, I keep, we keep spending money on these things and they break easily or they're not very good or they waste too fast, you know? So she was like, just, you know, just start your own thing. And I was like, you know, I've always wanted to, but I never had like that extra push. So, you know, with my sisters encouraging me, it was like, just do it. You know, Renee's like, I love being around Renee because it's always like positive and it's always like, yeah, just do it. Just do it. She's like, don't talk about it. Just do it. That's what Renee always says. Don't talk about it. Just do it. So I did that. Right. And, you know, with that came our, you know, my line, we started off with six glosses back in December and now we're expanding into lip liners and we're coming out with two new gloss shades and they're actually dropping today. So I'm very happy to be able to announce that on the show. So where can we get them? Like, where can we find it? You can actually just go on kcruisebeauty.com and shop straight from our store or you can find us on Instagram, kcruisecosmetics or my Instagram is kcruisebeautyofficial. You can shop directly from my Instagram page. And yeah, I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited too. So everyone's <laughs> gonna, believe me, everyone's gonna get off of here, including me and look up and get some lip liners and some lip gloss. Cause I do, that's pretty much what I stick with. Again, like I said, we still owe me my, my little personal up beauty thing, but um, yes. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> got me good, you got me. But yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, like I said, a lot of women don't know how to experiment. I've seen people who um, 
like me and myself, I'll buy a ton of products and then can't use them and then throw them away or they get thrown to the back of a drawer or whatever. So it's, it's really nice that you're creating things that you know for, for people with simple, just simple beauty who just want to enhance lip glosses and lip liners is a huge thing because some things are really bright. Well, I'm, I am so glad you came on here today. I think that you're going to have, you're going to see more people and more women, I should say more women in sports in front of the camera, that that look and making it personal and in, in the sports realm, as far as women who are, you know, they're actually going from sports to in front of the camera, I think it's going to create a whole different movement. So is there anything that you can actually talk, you want to tell us about or anything else you want to discuss with us in regards to women in sports and, and, and makeup? So I have this hashtag that I use. It's called when basketball meets glam, because we're starting to see so many women, you know, really use makeup as a way to express themselves. You know, we see it with Shakari Richardson on the track with the nails and the glam and the hair and everything. It's such a cool way to let people know that, you know, you're, I'm an athlete and, you know, I could kick butt on this track or on this court or wherever, but this is also me. You know, I love makeup. I love, you know, what it's just very cool for me to see everything that's taking place right now. You know, we not only see Renee really, you know, taking, um, we not only see Renee, you know, stepping out of her comfort zone, but we see also people like, you know, Candace Parker, Skylar Diggins, Liz Cambage. When we were working on Media Day, for example, when I saw what they had came out with, I was like, well, you know, we need to step, I need to step up my game as an artist, you know? What can I do for the dream to make them feel as beautiful as, you know, as they possibly can and make them look and feel as beautiful as they possibly can with still keeping them, like I said, to whatever they're comfortable to. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think that that, yes, because sometimes when people, you ask someone to do your makeup, they do it to the hilt. And it's like, it's beautiful, but then you walk out and you're like, this doesn't even look like me. So I think, I agree. I think that that hashtag is actually great. So when sports meets glam, you said basketball meets glam. What was basketball hashtag? meets glam. Because we're seeing so much, you know, we're seeing so many women really, you know, use makeup and, and all of these things using beauty period as a way to express themselves and, and let people know who they are, whether it's shoes, um, hair, your yep. nails or, you know, whatever, whatever way you choose to express yourself, you know, it's becoming a real movement. I feel now, especially with the WNBA having so much attention now, I feel like we're going to just see a ripple effect of, you know, what's been going on. And I'm really happy that, you know, I get to be in it with Renee and, you know, just create a movement yeah yeah just create, <laughs> enjoy it because right you're on the you're in the beginning phase and it's only going to go up from here so kim it has been wonderful talking with you everyone please go look at her line it's amazing you see renee it's amazing so everybody just you know go out there support and like i said we need to support women who are supporting women and this is a great conversation to have so kim thank you for coming and thank you for being thank with you, renee thank, thank you, you renee <laughs> <laughs> okay so I love Kimberly. Everybody knows that. That's my dog. She also does the makeup for the Atlanta Dream Media Day when you saw us looking fly or whatever. That was her. 
I'm just saying. Yeah, I, you know what? And then we even to talk about sports glam, like that's a whole different lane. And she even said she never even thought about going that way, but that's where it kind of took her and she loves it. So, you know, you know, shout out to, shout out to Kim because she's the, she's the goat now with sports glam. <laughs> okay, I like that. I, I bought her products. I love them. Lip gloss is out of this world. And when we talk about sports glam, don't forget, you know, I'll talk about Alex Rodriguez a lot. He has a male line of cosmetics and it's kind of, you know, we don't know if it's going to float or not, but he has things for blemishes. I don't know what products he has, but. Okay, so I have a question then. VP, are you buying A-Rod's makeup line then? That's the that's the question that we need to know. When A-Rod comes out with his makeup, are you supporting the kid? What's up? Definitely not. I'm not wearing no makeup. No man glam? No man glam? Man glam! And, and Kim, was on, Kim was on theme with today's PG Sports because uh, she was wearing the shirt too. Shout sorry, sorry, to, Paul again. I'm about to say, oh, you just gonna rub it in. Okay. So you, you were just okay. gonna go back and rub it in. Listen, VP, you better treat my family better and get them some stuff. But another thing is, A Rod probably is gonna make a lot of money because all the men that are in TV doing makeup, they they, they were. I, I want y'all to know. All your favorite athletes that are on TV are wearing makeup. Just Mangle. if that, just to make sure y'all don't. A Rod's making makeup. Everyone yeah. on TV that's a man is wearing makeup. A Rod's about to make a killing because he has he's cornered the market. There's no other man makeup. So now all the guys on TV are like, yeah, give me that man makeup. I want that man glam. <laughs> They're not gonna say man glam. I can tell you that, but they might say that man makeup. Okay, I mean that's that's smart. That man's thinking. That's all I'm gonna say. And last. But not least, I know a thinker myself, and that's my snooker booker. She helps you think. She don't. We don't want y'all to be uncultured and not know what's going on. I don't even know what she's talking about this week. But snooker booker, let us know what's going to happen on Remote Roots this week. Okay, well, Remote Roots is going to talk about something that people are really enjoying after having been, you know, uh, I guess you want to say uh, locked up for a year with COVID. Now people are wanting to get out, wanting to do things. And so there's a lot of festivals. I went to a, I just happened to run into a festival in St. Albans, West Virginia, that was really out of sight this past weekend. And uh, as you heard, Renee's coming in uh, this weekend and there's a festival going on in Charleston. It has one of the great, uh, one of the great uh, pianists playing. And so we'll be going to that. And then the Sunday after that, I have a cousin who's coming from Tampa, Florida to do an event. So, wow. you know, those are very important. And I'll tell you a little bit more about them. Check it out. Last year, COVID-19 shut down businesses and churches, closed schools, wiped out family gatherings, and basically stopped all human interactive activities that our country and the world has become accustomed to down through the years. One of my favorite activities that was canceled was the many festivals that are held here in West Virginia. Events such as festivals contribute immensely to social cohesion and serve as an emotional outlet for both young and old. A festival is an event celebrated by a geographic area and centers on some characteristic aspect of that community and its religion or culture. 
many festival celebrations focus on and seek to inform the community about social and ethnic traditions. Festivals have been around for a long time, and some of the oldest ones can be traced back to the UK in 1719. There are all types of festivals, religious, music, food, holiday, sports, social issues, and on and on and on. The past year forced the cancellation of the Yak Fest in St. Albans, West Virginia. The Yak Fest is an outdoor kayaking and music event held annually on the banks of the Cole River in St. Albans. It is estimated that thousands of people travel here to participate in the two-day event. In addition to the kayaking competition, there are food vendors, arts and craft vendors, face painting, craft beer stands, and organizations that want to share their information. For me, the highlight of the Yak Fest and many of the festivals that I attend is the free music that occurs. The main street of our small town was barricaded, a stage was set up, and several local music groups performed. Everyone I spoke with there was just so happy that the threat of COVID-19 had improved and that they were finally able to get out and be amongst people and enjoy themselves. The next weekend, we were able to attend the Charleston Festival, which occurred in downtown Charleston, our capital city. Capitol Street was blocked off, a stage was set up, and again, various musical performers entertained us with the different types of very good music and dance performances throughout the day. Besides being free, another great thing about these events is that you get to see people that you don't or haven't seen for a long time. So, if the opportunity presents itself, get out and enjoy a festival in your area. You'll be glad you did. Okay, so they was cutting a mean rug, and I don't want to hear nothing about it, okay? West Virginia, yes, we have festivals. Yes, we dance too. We can wobble, baby, wobble with the wobble with it. But no, real talk, <laughs> we get in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but real talk, though, when I was growing up, we had nothing like that in West Virginia. So it's crazy to see kind of that's my hometown city of St. Albans. It's crazy to see. Didn't that happen on Juneteenth, Snookabooker? It did. But the crazy thing was the event was the Yak Fest. And that's a kayak event that, uh, they say brings 10,000 people to St. Albans, West Virginia every year. But they had this Yak Fest on Juneteenth and the performers happened to be uh, Black. And so at the end or toward the end of it, they say, you all might not know it, but this is Juneteenth. And so we're really going to turn it up now. So they got- I love that. Celebration. You all well. might not know it. Kayaks? <laughs> Kayaks. Yeah. Kayak. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, 10, yeah. 000 people, VP, Sounds coming down here. Oh, yeah. Sounds that cold river, good. that cold river has a mean current and it brings in a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> facts, yeah. facts. Okay, so I'ma just end the show with saying something that they said about Juneteenth and wait in West Virginia. You may not know it, but we popping over here remotely, Renee. PG Sports 10-year anniversary. Y'all catch us back again next week where we connect while being remote. We love y'all. Peace.
is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Are you a hunter or an outdoor enthusiast? Take your love for firearms to the next level with Goat Guns. Our miniatures are an ideal addition to your hunting gear or cabin decor. Each model is meticulously crafted, capturing the essence of legendary firearms. Celebrate your passion for the outdoors by displaying these stunning pieces. With Goat Guns, you can showcase your love for hunting and firearms in a unique and artistic way. Explore our collection now and embrace your outdoor spirit at GoatGuns.com. 